Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello and welcome to Case File 29 of Microscope, the show that examines some of the world's biggest mysteries. It's been nearly two years since we last investigated a case, but we're back with one of our biggest yet, as we look into the story of a crime-solving car. I spoke to Constable Gladstone, a retired police officer who, until very recently, was working as a private detective. Constable Gladstone has spent his life trying to bring law and justice to the streets of Britain, and he claims his efforts to achieve this were greatly helped by a car he purchased that he believed to be sentient. The car reportedly had the same passion for fighting crime as Constable Gladstone, and we talk in depth about how their unlikely friendship was forged but tragically ended. Constable Gladstone has some pretty robust views on whether policing is too lenient nowadays, and so the recording starts with me asking the constable if he would consider himself someone who plays by the rules. I did play by the rules. Right. Then, um, well, then I didn't. You stopped playing by the rules. I stopped playing by the rules. Right. Because I realised... How, how did that play out? Well, the rules were stopping me doing my work. Right. Uh, you know, the rule was, don't break down that door. <laughs> and there were about 20 occasions in my career where I wanted to break down that door. Sure. The 21st, I'd had enough. Yeah. So I kicked it down. I got arrested by, uh, by the officer I was with. Yeah. And the criminal ran past us. Because he was busy arresting me. Yeah. And that's the problem with the police today. I think I've set this off on quite a political angle I didn't intend to. But you're saying that because you can't kick down doors at will, that criminals are actively getting away uh, from the police. Well, they used to laugh at me through the window. Right. <laughs> you, go to a, you go to a suspect's address, you didn't have a warrant. I'd ring you the go, bell. You, yeah. No warrant. Right. Um, they would just be at the window laughing at you. Open the net curtains. Yeah. And they're, you know, giving me the V, yeah, point, uh, point, laughing, pointing. Pointing at, point at drugs and money. Yeah. Uh, at one point, pointing at um, cufflinks that were snapped in half. Yeah. Like, as in, I've run away, sure. look at me. And all I could do was just, you know, press my face really close against the window and, yeah. like, breathe. Make a little um, misty uh, Yeah, I, I, I breathed on it, yeah. so it got all steamy. Yeah. And then I wrote, um, you know, I, I will get you. Sure. Um, but backwards. Well, oh, it took me a while, because then they'd start laughing again. Yeah. And they'd be going, like, shrugging, like, you know, and I could hear them faintly going, what does that mean? Yeah. Um, once he looked through the letterbox. Yeah. And he was like, you know, catch me, catch me. Sure, but because like, you didn't have a warrant, you couldn't. No, and he put his tongue through it and he'd be like, catch me. <laughs> yeah. And I couldn't catch him. Yeah. Because so, I, and I rang the doorbell and I'm like, I know you're in. <laughs> yeah, I can see you through the window. I know you're in. <laughs> and see you the letterbox. I remember on, when I was really losing my mind, I went, uh, okay, fine, fine. Have it your way, goodbye. Yeah. yeah. Give it 10 minutes. Right, come back. Come back. Yeah. Parcel delivery. Yeah, sure. Nah, they didn't You're dressed dress as a full policeman. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I should have taken the hat off yeah. and, uh, you know, everything else, to be honest. But, you know, so a nightmare. And, like I said, the 20th time this happened, I was sick of it. I kicked the door down. The bloke I was with arrested me. Yeah. And the criminal ran out. 
Yes. Ran over me laughing. They always laugh at me. And I don't want to get too much into the politics of this. I want to sort of get onto I the... I will um, stay away from politics, yeah. believe me. I, you know, I don't want to it's too political, especially when we've got to get onto the topic of this talking car that helps you solve crimes. But just before we get onto that, there's like a climate at the moment of, you know, the police having too much power, not being reined in. I mean, you're saying that, that you're being too restricted. You're unable to do your job because of you have to be, you know, you have to play by the rules or, you know, conduct yourself within what people would say is quite a fair legal framework. I remember seeing a mugging taking place. Right. And I was stood about a metre away. A, a metre away. You saw a One mugging meet- taking place and you were a metre away. Well, this away. is how ridiculous it is. I won't get political. <laughs> yep. But um, I said, uh, I went, oh, my God. <laughs> yep, sure. And, uh, you're, off- you're on duty at this point. Yes. Yep. And the officer I was with yep. went, are you sure? <laughs> right, yeah. And I said, well, they're over there. You can basically touch them, can't you? Yeah. And he went, um, oh, they could be acting, sir. And that's how ridiculous it's become. Well, I just lost it. I went, I, I just went, I cannot police. Yeah. I cannot police. Sure. Um, that was your phrase, I cannot police. I cannot police. And so the mugger ran off. Well, no, we'd, we'd wandered onto a film shoot. It was actually... Oh, yes, uh, it was a film oh, they shoot. Were right. they on this, were acting. On this occasion, it was... Uh, we, it were was moved, uh, we were moved along. Yeah. We were in shot. But, you know, things like that annoy me so much. And I remember I went home one night and I'm lying in bed. Mm. And I turned to my wife and I said, I cannot police anymore. And she said, well, what are you going to do? Ever since I've known you, you've been a policeman. Yeah. You joined with the force when you were 16. You live for it. You love it. And I said, I know, but I don't think it loves me. And what did you do? I think I've got this right, that you became a private detective. I quit the force. Yeah. And then the next day, well, I started off how anyone does. Old school. I just wrote a little business card. What did it say on the business card? Uh, It said my name, Constable Gladstone. You kept the constable bit, did you? Oh, they can't take that from me. (laughs) Right. I mean, they can. They did, yeah. But are you something to have on your on your business card? Yeah, they they took my badge away. Yeah, and they took my gun. But your gun? Yeah, you're armed. For so why? Because there was many occasions where I was in a very dangerous situation where they're all armed. Let me. I'm sure the public will be interested to know why the police are dealing with matters in the way they deal with them. Talk us through this situation. Then you you're you're, you're dealing with what armed suspects? Yourself? I got called. The biggest incident was I got called to uh, a scuffle. That's that's what they said. Right, that's coming over the radio, is it? We've got, we've got a scuffle report. Constable Gladstone is a scuffle uh, <laughs> at uh, you know, a warehouse down in um, uh, Canary Wharf. Canary Wharf, yeah. And I said, well, you know, I'm going home, but I'll pop in and see what's happening. <laughs> is that how it works, is it? Yeah, it's like Uber driver. Yeah, so I, uh, I didn't turn on my siren, hmm. mainly because I thought, well, you know, I don't want to scare them off if they hear me coming. Sure. So I drove up to the warehouse and uh, got out of the car, went to the uh, went to the door, yeah. and I put my ear to it. Mm-hmm. And, well, boy, there was something going on in there. A scuffle. Well, I opened the door. It was a scuffle, correct? But it was about forty on forty. Oh right, okay. It was then. a full-on fight. Is that a scuffle at that point? Well, that's when I radio back and went, "This is some bloody scuffle." Sure. Now, um, as I leant over to do the radio, yeah, I hit the side. <laughs> <laughs> So the suspects, 40 on 40, yeah. 80 suspects in the well, midst of a scuffle, well, are alerted to, your, uh, alerted to your presence. Well, all of a sudden, there's like, I, I managed to turn everything off. Yeah. And then there's a silence. You've never heard silence like this. Mm. The door creaks open. Yeah. 160 eyes staring at me. 160. Oh, yeah, because there's 80 of them. Yeah, double eyes. Yeah. And uh, there's only two of my eyes looking at them. Yeah, sure. 160 v 2. Yeah, if, you, if you're creating it purely on an eye basis, you're, I'm outnumbered. you're outnumbered. Yeah. I'm outnumbered. <laughs> yeah. There's nowhere I can run where they won't be able to see me. Sure. 
They took me in. Yeah. They tied me to a chair. Sure. They all circled me. Right. And uh, one by one, they took it in turns to slap me. Sort of like um, Reservoir Dogs scenario. Yeah. Now, I knew that my uh, shoot yeah. had blades in the heels. Right. And like I, what? <laughs> like Rosa Klebb in From Russia With Love? Uh, yes. Is that her name? It was like, yeah, it was like, right, it was like that. Yeah. So I, um, I just, I just very quickly kind of pepperoni sliced the uh, chair, and I just quickly sliced Slice the, through, uh, yeah, the yeah. front of the chair. Yeah. So then I was on my knees. Yeah. Uh, then I lied quickly flat, and they were watching me going, well, what's he going to do? What's he going to do next? They were surprised. Yeah. yeah. And I just, I pretended to be dead. And sorry, not to cut you off too much when you're mid-flow, isn't this a story about how th- there's a benefit of you being armed? <laughs> But oh, I'm, yeah. sure, I'm sure you're going to get to that in a second. Yeah. So anyway, they all ran off. Why did they run off? Well, they thought they'd kill me. Oh, okay. But one bloke stayed. Yeah. Cause, and he, he got on his knees and he went, you ain't fooled me, copper. Yeah. You ain't fooled me. Um, underneath my tongue, I always keep a... Uh, what do you keep under your tongue? Uh, I keep a small key. Um, quick as a flash, yeah. I said, I have, I've got a dying wish, son. He went, yeah? I went, in my mouth... It's a small key. It's a small key. Yeah. Could you get it for me, please? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you put, 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 so put, he puts his mouth... No, um, he puts his hand sorry. in your mouth. Sorry. Yeah. He puts his hand in my mouth. Under your tongue. What's this? It's, a, it's it. a little key. You bite him. Bite. Got him. <laughs> I've managed to wrestle my left hand out. Bang. I'll get his other hand. Mm-hmm. So now I've got one of his hands in my mouth. Yeah. And the other hand, I'm grabbing. Yeah. He's thinking... <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> Going on. All I did was go and try and reach for this 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 guy's small key that he claimed he had in his mouth. I I, I all of a sudden I'm free. I'm free. Yeah. And I I, I bite his hand more, mm-hmm. and then I reach my hand into my uh, uh, pocket. Yeah. I've got a gun. I yeah. shoot him in the head. <laughs> that, was it, that, was that, that was it. That was it. That was it. That was it. And that was it. And uh, in the uh, you know, and I got I got uh, reprimanded for that. Of course you did. Yeah. And they said you shouldn't be armed. No. Well, I guess still biting. I'd still be there biting his hand off. Sounds like you had escaped from him for the most part. Well, they took my gun away. Anyway, yes, yeah, sorry, to get back to it, they took your gun away. They did. They did and you became a private detective. Private detective, Constable Gladstone. I went to a uh, news agent, stuck my business card in the. in the uh, On the notice board. On the notice board. Yeah. Old school. Yeah. And, uh, you know, within 24 hours, I had a phone call. Who was that from? Uh, that was from the news agent going. Going to be another ten pound a week if, if you want that to stay up. Oh, you hadn't you hadn't arranged anything I with the news agent? You, I just thought you could put it up. Yeah, but he was like, no, no, it just cost a bit of money. So uh, you know, I had to wait another couple of weeks. Yeah, but then I did get a call, and 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 that's kind of been my living now for probably the past ten years. Yes. Well, the reason we got in touch with you is not so much to talk about you know the, the nature of police in today's society or you know the, what you got up to in the past. It's because. It, it, how best well, describe this? Well, you, okay, you received um, some money from the police as a settlement, didn't you, when you when you left? Uh, a retirement fund. Yeah. Fifteen k. Sure. Uh, I gave two thousand of that to my wife, mm-hmm. and then the rest I um, spent on a car. Well, I did spend it on a car, and you, you know you're trying to find a way to phrase it. Let's just say I do not work alone. Well, this is exactly it. You bought what you thought was a self-driving car, but I've got this right. It, it, it is fully I... autonomous. I bought. I wanted a self-driving car because I thought I'm going to be a busy bloke. Yeah, and I'm. I don't have time to drive and work. You what? You you go to buy this self-driving car? I do. And you're what? You're in the the forecourt? Is it? I went to a self uh, driving car showroom. Uh, yeah, which is also run by a self uh, self earning. Uh, 
garage. Self-running garage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, self-running garage. It's all automated. It's like a giant um, <laughs> vending machine. Yeah, so I went there, yeah. and I'd wait. I stood there for an hour going, is Let's there anyone the here? Anyway, then, like, uh, over the tannoy, it just went... Hello? Right. Like, Hello? Anyone, anyone here? here? Yeah. I was looking around doors. Uh, they went, you know, what do you want? <laughs> you know, a car where I don't have to drive it. Sure. I want this thing to drive itself. I want it to know where it's going. Yes, please. Yeah. All of a sudden, uh, a car just uh, you know, unlocks itself. Yeah. And uh, the radio starts playing. And uh, the door just swung open. I went in, sat down. And before I could say, let me think about it, the door had shut and yeah. driven me up. Wow. Yeah. So I thought this is fantastic. And this is also something that I can train. You buy this self-driving car, you get home, but it's more than just a self-driving car, isn't it? Because it turns out over the course of the day that it's what that it's sentient that it. it can well, that's well, that's what I thought. You know, oh, I could uh, you know do a bit of work while um, you know while I'm being driven around solving crime. Yeah. The, the the moment I knew something wasn't right was we were uh, parked up by uh, just a main road. Mm. This chap had uh, stolen uh, about. I'd say it was about three hundred pounds worth of stuff from Boots. He was bombing down the uh, the sidewalk. The sidewalk pavement. Yeah. yeah, well, I like to call it sidewalk. Okay, like I'm an American cop. Feels yeah, cool. I guess you've got quite a gung ho attitude that would stand you in good stead like, with the American like, police force. I like American cop shows. Um, the car just, and again, I've got my head in my papers. The car just swung open the door. The the, uh, the criminal. Completely slammed into it, yeah. was concussed, dropped all of the stuff. The security guards from Boots had run, and they looked in the car and went, Thank you so much for doing that, sir. I thought I didn't do anything. Mm. I said, No worries. Try and style it out. Mm. Drove on. And I sat in the car for ages, and it was just, you know, when an engine is cooling down. When it's like making that pling pling sound when you've when you yeah. stopped after yeah. a long drive. Yeah. And I went, Are you there? <laughs> right? Yeah. So the car. Yeah. All of a sudden, the windscreen wipers just went. Is it still going mad? A signal, surely, that the car is responding to, to you. Yeah, or according to the manual, uh, broken. Like, really <laughs> right, bad. Yeah. Like, something's wrong. <laughs> Sorry, God, yeah. yeah like, electrical fault. Bring it in. Yeah. But I thought, no, no, no. Yes, it looks to the um, layman. Untrained eye. It looks broken. Mm. This car's fucked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but to me, I thought, hmm, that door didn't just swing open like that. You know, for any random. reason. Yeah. And when I said, are you there? Yeah. The windscreen wipers went mad. Sure. So, it, it, could it talk this car, or was it just, it would just sort of set off different... At ele- that time, no. Right. But I thought I'd take it for a few drives and see what would, like, just, you know, anything else happen. What did, what did you get up to? Uh, well, I went to a famous, well, it's a famous uh, kind of um, car park that's known for... <laughs> famous uh, car park? Yeah, well, it's known for, at night time, nasty activity taking Oh, okay. Like an infamous. Like it's more infamous. It's known amongst the police force as a place that um, sketchy yeah. things are happening. Yeah, sketchy. But not sufficiently enough what to put a stop to it. Um, well, you don't have a warrant. It's kind of because we know where they are. Yeah. We kind of think leave them to it. Yeah, <laughs> we'll take the night off. Well, like we know where they are. Yeah. Like crime. There was always a thing in the police. We don't like crime if we don't know where it is. Yeah. You know. You know. You sat there. The phone goes. You're like, God, what's happened? Oh my God! Like that's a nightmare. Whereas if someone went, oh, this is going to happen tomorrow there, you'd go, that's fine, we know. <laughs> fine. <laughs> we know that's happening. Yeah. It was a surprise that annoyed you. So I thought, right, well, okay, um, let's see what happens if I drive that car into the car park. So I drove it in, and it yeah. was about two in the morning. 
pitch black. Pitch black. There's no lights on in this car park. Oh no no no. Um, Turn your lights off, do you? Do you, do you I t- drive up with no lights. Yeah. So no one can see me. Sure. So I'm sat there, and all of a sudden I hear us rustling in the bushes. In the bushes near this car park. Mm-hmm. Car just immediately, and again I don't do anything. Floodlights on. Headlights. Uh, I've attached floodlights onto the uh, right, yeah, onto yeah. the bonnet. Yeah. Lights come on. Bang. Lights up. Um, uh, these three blokes all, all, all taking uh, drugs. Yeah. Now the issue here is the light keeps flashing on and off. Now. So it almost is like you're attracting more drugs. <laughs> well, that's where I start thinking. Now is the car on Pro, my side yeah. or their side? And how did you go about trying to decide that? Then? How you discern whether a car that you suspect is sentient to some extent? Or- well, like I that. said. How I do you work out if that's a criminal or on your side a force for good? Well, as, I gave it. Put it. I gave it. A, I gave it a name. I, I made. The, I said, Sally, drive me home right now. Sally. Sally, drive me home right now. And off we went, sped away. Hmm. When we got back, uh, I said, um, I think it's time you came in for a chat, Sally. I guess only as far as the garage. Oh, yeah, <laughs> she couldn't come far, but uh, I thought there must be like a little component I can bring in. So I took the headrest off the front, the, uh, uh, the, yeah. uh, the, the, the front seat. Right. And I brought that in, and I put it on the kitchen table. Your argument, your argument being that what that all of her was sentient. Yeah. You could just take a little bit off her. Well, like, I thought like, that what, might like, be like, her ear. Like the thing. But yeah. If you've got any yeah. any bit of her in the in the house, it would all exactly. Still be she part can of hear it. it. Yeah, yeah. She can hear it. So my wife came down, mm. and she she says she stood at the bottom of the stairs. And saw me talking in deep discussion to this headrest from a car. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you think imbued some of the sentience you were suspecting from the uh, rest of the car. Yeah, and she said uh, she remembers seeing that and thinking, "My God, he's, he's taking retirement badly." Yeah, but well, little, not unreasonable. Well, no, but she went to bed. Little does she know what I'd learned that night. What did you learn? The car was sentient. <laughs> right. Yeah. The car liked me, and the car wanted to. Solve as many crimes <laughs> yeah. as I did. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. So you're talking to the um, the headrest yeah. out loud with your mouth. Yeah. How did you get the feedback from the headrest? Well, the headrest gave me nothing at all. Sure. But the horn kept going off outside. <laughs> okay. Uh, from the muffled sound of the horn outside, you could you could detect this pledge, this um, agreement the, between the two of you that you would go out and solve crimes. The door was slamming. Uh, the boot was flying up and down. Yeah. My next door neighbour Charlie, he knocked on the door in his dressing gown. Mm. 
Did yeah. you know your, your car alarm's going off? It was about four in the morning. And he went, whose car's that? Yeah. I said, that's, uh, that's Sally. And he looked up at my wife, who was now stood at the top of the stairs. And, uh, you know, they looked at each other like, uh, well, they're having an affair. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah. And, uh, and it was kind of a look of, like, no wonder. No, no wonder you're living with this guy. Sure. But I had Sally. Yeah, well, that's what I want to talk about. You've got this car, this self-driving car, Sally. And you've been on quite a few um, crime-solving sprees, I think it's fair to say. Not necessarily sanctioned by the police or by the law, but you've been um, responsible for putting away quite a few criminals recently. And I want to sort of get onto the, 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 the main one, which I think is you and Sally put a stop to what? what was it, a, like a major car thief? Uh, there was a guy who was stealing cars in London mm. and driving them up to Edinburgh. Yeah, to what, to what end? He realised that uh, he wouldn't be chased that far. <laughs> okay, you could just sell them up there. Yeah. He 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 um he realised, and it's true, the police won't go as far as uh, York. What happens then? It's like a relay. So the York police then go up to Edinburgh. But what he'd do is he'd just kind of let them go a bit ahead of him. So he'd then drive behind them. Right. Okay. <laughs> makes it harder to chase someone. Yeah. yeah. They wouldn't realise who they're chasing. No. It was a very dangerous manoeuvre. Sure. But uh, incredible to watch. I, uh, when I heard of this, I looked at Sally and was like, what do you think? And her petrol cap spun open. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, the, so the petrol cap spins off and you know that she's up for trying she's to... She's put- going, like, you can hear, like, if she had a tongue, it'd be flying out the petrol thing, going, yeah. give me some petrol. <laughs> okay, yeah. Give me some petrol because I want to solve this crime. Let's go, let's go! That's what you can get from the sense of this petrol cap spinning off. So, you know, I'll fill her with petrol, let's go. Yeah. And then I get in the car... She spins away, and I'm telling her, look for, and, you know, there's this, um, I'm still connected now, you know, this is not, this isn't really... Uh, Sanctioned by the, by the no, UK police I, force. I still have my login. What does that, what does that enable you to do? What, for the to, live events that are going on. Right. It's basically like a text of all the live uh, uh, walkie-talkie chats that are going on. Right. A, like a record of it, um, written down quickly by someone. Uh, that's coming up live, like a live feed. So I'm reading all this, and I'm going, Sally, you know, uh, North London, there's a white uh, Mercedes that's just been stolen. Follow that car! And, you know, of course there were a few times when we were following the wrong car. Mm. But there was a pattern growing that the chap driving to Edinburgh was the guy that we needed to get. And so, uh, yeah, there was one day, it took nine hours, but we went all the way. And how do you um, lay a trap for him? How do you, do you have to go undercover to try and to get close to this guy? Well, well... This is what this is really where the genius comes in. I befriended the driver. Yeah. And Sally befriends the car. How does Sally befriend the car? Well, I you know, like I say, I let this guy drive all the way. Now he gets hungry. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's like any like any of us, completely normal, you know, need some food. So he pulls up to this uh, restaurant, he gets out, goes in. I remember it sold it was a very posh like fish restaurant. Mm. I pulled the car well, basically to its side. So I didn't park in front of the car, I didn't park behind it, pulled it up to its side so Sally could talk. Sally could talk. You mean, what <laughs> squirt some wind, wind, well, windscreen washer well, fluid back? I went into the restaurant. Yeah. He obviously was sat on his own. I said, do you mind if I join you? Yeah. He uh, kind of got shifty, but he went, no, take a seat, pal. Yeah. I said, that's a lovely car you got out there. He went, oh, thank you. I said, is it yours? Shifty, shifty. Sure. Well, no, you know full well that he's stolen it. Yeah, he went, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, beautiful car. I said, what do you think of my car? Yeah, what a weird conversation to be having. <laughs> what do you think of my car, you say yeah, to this man yeah, in the restaurant? Yeah. And he looks over and he goes, um, yeah, it's, it's fine. Yeah. You know, a bit, 
And when he said that, oh, I felt, I felt angry. Sure. I, I could feel my, my back kind of, oh, not nothing special. Mm. I said, well, it, it, it is a special <laughs> car. It's alive. It is special. Yeah. It's out there right now, befriending your stolen car. It is special. Yeah. It's a special car. You say it's a special car yeah. to him. And what is hey, it? Well, why? I said, have a look. Mm. Well, he looks out I the said, uh, front of this <laughs> cafe. So it looks to me like they're getting on like a house on fire. This is where he's thinking. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> he's thinking what's going on. Yeah. He sees Sally drive off. Sally driving off. And his car follows. <laughs> his car follows him. <laughs> Sally's managed to persuade the car to stop being a... His car drives off on her. He goes... Who's, Bloody hell, who's, who's, who's driving, driving that car? Your, who's driving your car? Yeah. I said, no one. She drives herself. I said, who's driving your car? He kind of looks at me like, what's going on? Yeah. I uh, uh, punch him in the face. Just, just go, go, go. Bang. So, <laughs> run out, I run out the restaurant. Yeah. The waiter's like, sir, sir. I'm like, no time. I see Sally speeding off. I see the Mercedes. Wait, they're, they're gone. So I get a taxi and I go, follow those cars. Yeah. Um, it's a self-automated taxi. It, it doesn't have self-driving abilities nowadays. <laughs> so I said, follow that uh, car. Yeah. So there's two cars with no drivers. Yeah. Um, I'm in a car with no driver, sat at the back of a taxi. You're a passenger in that car. Yeah. Following two other cars yeah. with no drivers. Yeah. None of them have drivers. <laughs> Driving on the motorway. Yeah. Now, the problem is with the automated cars, like I said earlier, we respect the law, mm. we break rules. Sure. The law says you can only do 70. So they are all going at 70, but yeah. they won't go a mile over that. Your man who nicked the car. Who's back in the cafe that you punched? He's actually broken into a car and is driving that. But because he is a lawbreaker, yeah. he's going over 70. Right. So he catches us up pretty quick. Why is he catching you up, given that he's sort of he's already stolen, stolen a new car? Well, he wants to know who I am. Yeah. He wants to get his car back. And I presume he wants to know who Sally is. Yeah. So if you can picture it... Right, I'm trying to. There's three cars... Sally's leading the way. No one in that car. Yeah. The white Mercedes is completely in love with Sally. There's oh, no, no sorry, sorry. That, that's fresh. There's a, there's a love element now, is there? Well, he looks in love. Right. He's, he, there's no one in that car. Yeah. I'm in the taxi. Yeah, no one. It's <laughs> driving itself. Yeah. yeah. And then the other guy, he's doing 80 mile an hour. Sure. So he's he's kind of pulling up to me, yeah. screaming at me, going, what's going on? Sure. What's going on? We've driven now to, um, uh, where have we driven? We're in Edinburgh. Yeah. We have driven through the city centre, up yeah. the A92. Yeah. We are at Newport-on-Tay. Okay. Looking over the River Tay. Where's this way? In Edinburgh? North of Edinburgh. North of Edinburgh. We're looking over the river. Yeah. We have literally run out of road. Right. Sally knows not to go near water. Sure. Unless I'm with her. Right. The white Mercedes, doesn't, that's thick. Doesn't know that. Yeah. That flies off into the water. Right. <laughs> that's that gone. That's gone. And was it ever sort of... Ex- My cab also goes into the water. So you, that, that's what you're in. I'm in the water with the cab. <laughs> with the cab, yeah. And what happens to the criminal's car? Just to... He pulls up near Sally. Okay. As I'm sinking, I can see through the window this chap jumping out of his car and, like, trying, trying to, to break trying to into break Sally. In. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to get out of the cab. I'm saying to the cab driver, let me out. Yeah, there's no, there is no cab driver. It's just a sentient cab. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying to someone... And it's just going pay fee, pay fee. Right? Right. He won't open the door unless I pay. 
I'm trying to hand over cash, but I'm like, I've only got cash. Who takes the cash? Mm. I break the window, swim up. <laughs> yeah. What do you see? You, you, you get to the you get to the surface of the of the river. I get to the surface of the river, gasping. I'm 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 at, I'm at death I'm at death's door. Mm. I see Sally. The bloke has managed. God knows how he's managed to break the door in, and he, he's he's getting into the car. But Sally, I can see she's trying everything to propel him away. Uh, the aircon is on high, like in his face. You know, the the seats are going back and forth, back and forth. Uh, the radio's blaring. She's trying anything to get this guy out. I run over to them. I smash open the boot. I get out the uh, the pickaxe that you have for like uh, the pickaxe. Yeah, like I, I carry a case of uh, well for like ice on the windshield or like well for, yeah or like you know, mining. Well, if you know if you have an incident like I just had, okay, right. you, you need, a, in, need a pickaxe. You need a pickaxe. In the retrospect, a good idea to have brought that pickaxe with you. Yeah, I'm I'm swinging at the guy, but I don't want to hurt Sally. No, I don't want to hurt Sally. Yeah, this yeah. guy also. Shuts the door. I swing and hit Sally's windscreen oh, no. mirror off. Oh dear! I can hear. I can hear her just sigh. Have sigh. You, have you ever heard a car sigh? No. Well, you have. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. I'm saying I'm sorry, Sally. He drives off. Who does? The criminal oh. in Sally. Yeah, in Sally. And I'm there on my knees with this uh, wing mirror. I've got the two cars behind me sinking. Yeah. His white Mercedes is uh, just there. Sure. And, you know, of course, his apartment thinking, well, get in the white Mercedes and drive after it. Mm. I just sit there. I'm on my knees. And I look over as Sally drives away. I mean, I know Sally. She'll be back. And was she? She spins 360. Right. As we've discussed many times, that, that will point them in the same direction they started off with. Spins 180. As 180. Yeah. She starts coming towards me mm. fast. Yeah. And I say to her, I'm screaming at this point. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking this is it. What do you mean this is it? You think she's going to run over you? Yeah. You think she's sided with the criminal? Well, I don't know what she's doing. Right. I crawl into a ball. What do you mean you crawl into it? Okay. Because it's coming towards me. Yeah, you tuck inside. Yeah, I'm okay. like a hedgehog. Yeah. The, the pickaxe is in front of me. Yeah. She, I mean, she, she comes as close as the pickaxe is to me, so it's about, you know, a couple of yards. Right. The spike of the pickaxe pricks the tyre. Mm. It spins. Spin, 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 spin. It spins. The wheels, wheels normally spin. No, no, the, the, the tyre's been burst by the pickaxe. Oh, OK, right, there's, there's a puncture. Sally's spinning. Yeah. Dancing. Like a like her first dance at her wedding. She looks beautiful. Right. Beautiful. I, no, I never thought I'd see her dance like that again. And by dance, you mean she's crashing at 70 miles an hour after taking on the puncture. Anyway, you're there. You get up out of your little hedgehog ball. What do you see? He flies out the window. Who does? The criminal? Yeah. He lands in the water. Yeah. I can't swim. I can't swim. Soldier, mate. Sally bursts into flames. Bursts into flames? Yeah. Right. I run over. No, I'm broken. Mm. Sally. Sally. Why um, Why did she burst into flames? She's tired. Yeah. So, tired. Such was the exertion. Yeah, yeah. tired. Also, he, he was, I think he was smoking in there. <laughs> okay, right. But anyway, the flames got too much. I had to stand back and uh, oh, to see your love burn up like that. It's horrible. It was. It was. Uh, it was the worst moment of my life. I got my phone out and um, I called the number I I used to answer all my life. Nine nine nine. I said nine nine nine. Yeah. Oh, um, you dialed it in. What did you? Oh, no, no, sorry. Did, 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 you, did, you, did I say it? Did that? You did actually say nine nine nine. Dialed it. Nine nine nine. What service do you require? Yeah, fire. I said I need fire. I need the police. 
I'll offer you an even All three. Triple whammy. Mm. When that happens, what, what happens? Do they just put you through to one department, or do they... Wait, 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 which one do you need the most? Okay. I went, uh... Hmm. Bit of a judgement call there for you. Well, I'm looking at the bloke drowning. Yep. I'm looking at my car on fire. So don't you need a Coast Guard, then, for the guy drowning? Well, I said, you know, have you got Coast Guard as well? Yeah. I said, what you got down there? <laughs> Bring it over. Bring it, what, Bring it whatever over. you got. Yeah. This ain't right. This, I don't like what I'm seeing. Yeah. There's a man drowning. There's a man drowning. My car's on fire. Yeah. I'm not feeling brilliant. No. So, if you've got someone for that, could you please send them to, um... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wherever you were. Wherever I fucking am. <laughs> They went, well, where are you? I went, I'm near the uh, the, the River Tay. Yeah. <laughs> Big old river, that, mate. Well, find me. Find me. Next morning, I woke up in hospital. Mm. Sally next. I mean, Sally next to you. She's, she's a car. No, she's through the window. Okay, right. You at the edge of the ward. You look through the window. There's Sally. I'm on the edge of the ward. Yeah. And she's what, burnt? <sighs> on the ground floor. Yeah. Oh, she's burnt. But she'll be okay. Yeah. Should we give me some new tyres? Mm-hmm. All she needs is uh, apparently a lick of paint. Great. Well, this is where the sad part comes in. <laughs> this is where the sad part comes in. I uh, I got uh, admitted out of hospital. Yeah. I uh, got my keys out. Yeah. Unlocked it. I got in. You. I went. You're right, Sal. Nothing. Nothing. No movements. I got out of the car. I walked to the front, and you know we used to play a game where I'd kind of rub the grill, and the the boot would fly open. Do you hear that again? I realised she was no longer uh, sentient. sentient. Yeah, I'd done something I'd never done before. Right. I sat in the uh, driver's seat. Mm. Didn't feel right. No. I put the keys in, turned on the ignition, and, and drove on. Ever since then, I've lived a very normal, boring life um, with my wife in my home. And did your wife have any concerns that it felt like at some points you were more in love with this car than her? Well, she's been having an affair with the next door neighbour. Oh, yes, of course. So, uh, <laughs> even Stevens. She couldn't give it to us. No. Well, Constable Gladstone, thank you very much for joining us. Well, that's what we've got time for, but fear not, because Microscope is back with at least six more mysteries to come, I think. But lots of news to cover. If you're listening to this in the future, why not check out John Kearns on Series 14 of Taskmaster, which is on right now, and he's excellent. Um, and if you listen to this, like, in the present, right now, or at least before February, March 2023, go and see Kearns on tour. Lots of dates around the country. If you search for him, it's excellent. And if you live near London, I'm doing my 2022 show at the Soho Theatre on the 28th of November to the 3rd of December. Come along, see what I do, you know, when it's not just, you know, on a podcast with Kearns saying what for half an hour. Uh, we're starting to do live shows again. We've got a couple recorded for this series already, so please follow our Twitter account at Microscope Fun for details if you'd like to come and see those uh, when we do more in the future. Uh, very excited to be back with Series 3. Uh, next time, we'll be investigating a farmer who claims his son is travelling backwards in time. But until then, remain vigilant and catch you next time on Microscope. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 